This episode of the Iconic Podcast, as always, sponsored by the Iconic Clothing Company, just dropped the newest shirt, San Diego Padres Hall of Fame t-shirt, navy blue long sleeve, super sexy, and we got to talk to one of our guests, one of our many guests today, Ryan Cohen, about the shirt, because we sent him one, thought he would appreciate it more than most people would. He is the ultimate Padres fan, but this was a incredibly special episode. Number eleven, you know the double the double hash mark, and it was it was special. We got to we did another rendition of the call in show, something that we did last year, and was incredibly successful. So we thought, why not round two? Like McGregor Diaz, sometimes the second one might even be better, and no one disappointed today. From Keg teammate Ryan Cohen, Donnie Walsh, and then. The ultimate, ultimate surprise. Don't say his name. I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm keeping my mouth shut. But a really, really funny, lighthearted, casual episode of the iconic podcast, number eleven. And we'll just send it right to our first guest, Keegan Kennedy. So Keegan, I know you wanted to talk about this. When I, I know when I saw uh, I saw you on Sunday, all dressed out in your or decked out in your your Bears uniform. Tell me, are the Bears for real? Because that's all I've been reading is are the Bears NFC North contenders? Are they going to win the division? All right, all right. So obviously, as we know by now, Khalil Mack is just the Terminator. I mean, the guys the guys on his way, well on his way to Defensive Player of the Year. Hopefully, uh, already started off strong with you know Defensive Player of the Month in the NFC. Um, you know, this weekend, it's hard, uh, you know, to go into it and judge. And it's, that's why it's even tougher that we're on a bye week right now. We can't, you know, we don't really get an answer to this, uh, until, until next Sunday. But, uh, right now, you know, Trubisky looks awesome. You know, six touchdowns, no interceptions near, per- I'm pretty sure perfect passer rating. Um, you know, got everybody incorporated, you know, all five or five different touchdowns from, uh, from receivers out there. You know, it shows that we can go a long way once Tariq Cohen's, you know, incorporated into this offense, which needs to keep happening. You know, at some point here, Jordan Howard's got to pick it up as well. Keegan, this is amazing <laughs> content, Yo, by the way. I, I, I am in, <laughs> my jaw is hitting the table. I am so impressed with your background work right now. <laughs> I, uh, I I get a little, you know, now that I don't have Cubs, you know, that's all I've got to focus on right now, you know, because Bulls, as we know, Luke, they're going to be fun to watch, but they're not going to be great. Hawks don't have much going for them right now unless, you know, Jonathan Taze can, you know, return to his former self. I'm more optimistic about the Hawks than I am the Bulls. I just, I don't know. They have a pedigree of winning. They still got Taves and Kane. Like, anything can happen. And he, when you have those two guys, you got Quenville there. And obviously, you're getting the, the, goal, the goalie back and Brian Crawford. So, or not Brian Crawford, Corey Crawford. So, I mean, I'm more optimistic about the Hawks. But I, I, I just, all I want to know is, how, how, what's the, give me the pulse of Chicago Bears right now. The, the fandom right now. I know it's it's been dormant for the past five years, but what's the pulse like? You were at the game Sunday. How, how's it how's it feeling at Soldier? Well, you like how I beat around the bush when you ask me if they're back for real. I don't want to commit too early yet. 
Um, but the, the Bears, you know, uh, that was the best game in 30 years right there for them. The Pulse, I mean, the second from the get-go, I mean, everybody was so pumped. Uh, that was the first Sunday at Soldier. They brought back all the alumni, uh, showed guys like Peanut Tillman, Nathan Vasher. So they brought Giant Knox out, who hasn't basically been back at Soldier since he was folded like a suitcase. And I was going to say, is he walking again? Oh, my God. I was I was so surprised to see him, you know, standing out there. It was awesome. He looked like, you know, he's made a full recovery. For a while there, they weren't sure if he was going to be paralyzed or what. Um, but got a little bit of inside information that he is now working as a manager in pros- Mount Prospect for Buffalo Wild Wings. Sources say. <laughs> God, Keg's our insider. Yeah, we got <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, in my, uh, like I said, it's hard to go ahead and term the Bears, as, you know, back. But, I mean, with that defense, I mean, right now it's second rush defense. They're just as good in the past. Secondary's been way better than we thought, you know, with uh, everybody was so focused on this top linebacker core, along with, you know, the interior D with Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Bilal Nichols. He was a fifth-round pick this year, I believe, for us, and they're all doing great. Um, of, of course, Cleo Mack, I can talk all day about him. Leonard Floyd's been kind of a ghost, um, but it's kind of hard when Cleo Mack's beating, beating everybody the ball every, every, uh, every snap. Last thing before we're going to let you go to Big 12 so you can watch Blues Hawks. You were at... Harpo's when we told oh my we were God. talking I about the John me. Anderson story last week. What was your experience with John Anderson at Harpo's? So it's funny because it was uh, it was busy. It was G Five Dads weekend. We had uh, <laughs> well served all the, the boys, of course. You know, we got to hand out free drinks. Don't tell my managers. Um, and you know, it was it was awesome because I was I wasn't even expecting it. I mean, nobody was. And I was I was looking down. I I basically look you know down and at the first row of people in front of me and. You know, our buddy Justin Allen, shout out to Jal, uh, ended up uh, actually saying to us, or saying to me, like, hey, Keegan, can we get uh, four dirty turtles for uh, for me and my buddy here? And I, I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Don't even look up. I start pouring them. Uh, mid-pour, I look up and see, I mean, immediately it's John Anderson. I knew it's Right. Boom. That's the same way with us. Basically dropped what I was doing to shake the man's hand. He's, I don't know if he thought that was cool or what or if he's gotten that before, but I, I dropped everything I was doing to shake his hand and be like, sir, how are you? Like, here. I'm putting all my heart and soul into these dirty turtles for you right now. Like, <laughs> it's it's nothing. It's nothing. It's on me, on the house. Give me nothing. And he, you know, was very generous. Gave me twenty dollars. Gotta love it. I Come on, it. Johnny boy. ESPN contract right there. Tried not, tried not to take his money. I hate that, but he was, uh, he was very generous, and that was that was cool. I didn't get a chance to talk to him like you guys did, but he was, uh, he was very nice when when uh, in in the five minute encounter we probably had there. Okay. Thank you for the five minutes, buddy. Go, go get some, uh, go get some drinks in you at Big Twelve and enjoy this this uh, opener for the Hawks. Yeah, Irish car bomb season. I'm gonna enjoy the uh, enjoy the Hawks while I can because it's uh, there's not there's not much hope this season, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Keg. Thank you, buddy. All right, take it easy. Take it easy, go Hawks, buddy. Wow, does the man deliver? We have our new Chicago Bears insider, Keegan Kennedy, on the call. Bringing up sources of where Johnny Knox oh, is now working at a Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm so happy. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. <laughs> that, was, that was that was for the first call. I mean, boom. Way to lead it off. I feel bad for whoever's coming next because. Yeah, I think it's going to be Tyler Mayton. Oh, I'm working on teammate right so now. We're literally getting the Keegan Kennedy of St. Louis next. Ooh. We got Keegan Kennedy of Chicago, <laughs> okay. the original, and then it's the, the St. OG, Louis spinoff. The Tyler OG. Mayton. The I, spinoff. Because like, they literally like, epitomize their town like fandom and sports, both in the same way as Tyler and uh, Keegan. So 
We'll dial him up here in a second. Be right back. Tyler Mayton on the line. Tyler, how we doing today, buddy? Oh, I'm good, my man. How are you guys doing? We're we're living the dream one day at a time, hoping to get this recording done with so that maybe we can head over to Big 12 and join you boys. Yeah, I'm over there right now. I took a step out so it wasn't so loud in there for you, but over here, now we got a whole squad here. We're starting off the season tonight, hopefully. We got feet on the ground at at Big 12 Boots for us for uh for for Blues Hawks. That is absolutely fantastic. Tyler, what do you want to talk about today? No, I'm an open book with sports. I'll talk about pretty much anything. I mean, I know you and me have pretty, and especially Luke, we've talked pretty extensively about betting and especially with how unlucky I am. I consider myself probably the most unlucky better this side of the Mississippi River. You got to give us some examples then. Come on, let's oh see. Oh, we got to open up our segment of Bad Beats with Tyler Mayton. All right, so last year, what was it, 2017, uh, right at the end of winter, about February, I went through probably the worst stretch of betting ever. There was a game. I'm a big parlay guy. Well, that's the reason why you suck, first of all. Don't do parlays. And this is coming from somebody who loves parlays. Would you rather win 40 bucks on a, like a, tw- on a $35 bet on like a plus 105, or would you rather put 10 bucks down on an 18 parlay? I'm winning a thousand bucks, you know. What I mean? <laughs> that's, that's that's your issue. The oh odds of you ever winning God. that 18 parlay is never gonna happen. All right, so NBA. I don't consider myself a specialist in the NBA by any means, but I follow it. You know, you guys are probably a little more well versed than I am. But I made a 10 teamer one night, had a little bit of money in my Bavada account. You know, mess around with it. Threw down five bucks on a 10 team parlay. Payout was twelve hundred dollars. I'm sitting there watching watching the six o'clock games. You know, all right. Didn't have high expectations. What do you know? We get through them. We get through them clean. It was like four or five games of six. Got them all. Get to the eight eight thirty, like the eight o'clock game, seven o'clock game from there. Get Somehow get through those. We're down to the last game, and believe it or not, I put money on one of the best teams of all time, the Golden State Warriors. They're playing the Nuggets in oh Denver. This is this is two years. This isn't last year. This is the year before. So I mean, their Nuggets were not great. Um, so anyway, we're into the last game. I'm, as you as you can imagine, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, if I win this, I'm the greatest better of all time, obviously. So we're sitting there, and I felt so good going into this game because the Nuggets were dressing eight players that night. Eight. I said the spread was like I think minus ten and a half. I'm like, on the road, whatever. It's the Warriors. They can cover that. The Nuggets have eight players. This is no problem. Sitting there, not really, the game's not on TV, obviously. So I'm just kind of watching it on my phone. First quarter goes by. Nuggets put up 42 in the first quarter. 42. Teammate, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nuggets go on to break the record for threes in a game. Oh, my God. So, the, the, yeah, the Nuggets scored 42 in the first, 37 in the second. And they were up. Oh, my. They, so the, the Nuggets won 132 to 110 against the Nuggets. <laughs> wow. Wow, teammate. I th- that's the thing though with NBA, I I really have a hard time like doing any sort of NBA parlay or even minusing the points because garbage time NBA is such a different ball game. When you watch the last two minutes of a blowout, guys can come back and cover for you. Guys get hot when they've been on the bench the entire time and they come back for the last three minutes. I, the NBA, it's tough, man. It's tough to bet on. I know you're a huge Blues fan, and the Blues they've come devastatingly close a few times in the past, in the, a few times the past few years of making that next step or trying to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. Is this the year for the for the Blues, or is, is that window shrinking quite quicker than everyone thinks? All right, so following the Blues the last, I'd say, six years has been the biggest roller coaster of my life. 
I mean, we're we have all the talent in the world. We have Terrace, we have Tarasenko, one of the most talented goal scorers in the league. Well, probably has the best release in the league, and he's just he's a stud that the Blues have needed for a long time. But the window is shrinking quickly, very quickly. We've got a lot of young guys coming up, but it's going to be tough to pay them all in the near future. We've got our star Petrangelo, one of the best defensemen in the league. Um, he's getting older. I mean, we're get, we're reaching our cap here. But I think this year, with all the moves Armstrong made in the offseason, I think we've got a good chance. O'Reilly is that number one big center we needed down the middle. Um, hopefully we'll get some injuries back. I know Fabry's already hurt again, but I have really good I – have a, I have a hopeful outlook this year. I think we should be able to make a deep run and hopefully win the cup that I've been looking for for my entire life. So we'll see. Tyler, last thing right before you go. Thursday night football, your boys are on. Give me a score. Well, I'm not sure if Eric Rose playing for the for the Pats. If he's at cornerback, we're gonna for sure let up at least two touchdowns. He's the worst cornerback in the league. I'm gonna say Pats 38. I think Edelman's gonna come back. Be a huge help for Brady. Gronk's gonna have a huge game. Two touchdowns. Buck 20. I'm thinking at least finally some space on the field for him with Edelman coming back. And then I'm gonna say Colts put up 17. 38, 17. We're gonna go with. Wow. So convincing in his Boom. argument. I'm going to go bet it right now. Teammate, thank you for your time, buddy. No problem. Have a good one, boys. Uncle Luke, we're two for two. Two for two. Wow. They're making this I'm easy for us. I, I, what did, they just proved my point. 2.0. We got, we, got, we got Keegan out in Chicago, the original product, and then he's a, 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 in his own right, an original product, yeah. and teammate, just St. Louis version. A little bit of the protege. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Those guys were money. Gosh. And he's a, he's a he's one of those guys that – He's a smart better. I mean, he's had some really bad beats, but knowing teammate, he's a pretty smart better and really good with the DraftKings too. Uh, yeah, I've, he, I've gone to for some DraftKings advice for him, for teammate, and he used to charge people for it. Tyler like, Maine's the like man. A, Tyler Maine's a premium service, just all wow. around. This it, T, Tyler, the premium service mate. That is That's absolutely what I'm incredible. <laughs> I love this. Oh my god, I'm having so much fun. All right, so let's let's cut and then we'll find. Our next caller, yeah. I think I have an idea. It might be Ryan Cohen out in San Diego. Oh, we're going to ring him up? I'm All right, see I'm going to go do. back to my Chipotle here <laughs> Sounds <in a> good. <laughs> now on the line, with a, a nickname of Mr. Padres Twitter, a guy who went head-to-head with Phil Hughes in a Twitter exchange, and he, a guy who's getting invited by the Padres to go check out games, sit in the dugout, he was a freshman when I was a senior playing baseball at San Diego Academy. On the line is Ryan Cohen. How we doing, buddy? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. We're, we're very happy to have you, though. Man, it's good to be with you guys. I don't know if I want to start with Matt Holiday never touched home or if I want to start with the Phil Hughes battle or if we want to talk about the Padres' future. Where do you want to start between those three? Let's go. I mean, 2007 first in the chronological order, so let's go right there. Why not? Beautiful. Where were you watching the game, buddy? My living room. I was uh, seven years old and still haunts me to this day. <laughs> what, what, okay, so I'm a Chicago kid, so I wasn't always tuned into Padres baseball. So what, what happened with, I mean, Matt Holiday on the screen right now playing for the Rockies, right? So it's still relevant, which is crazy to this day. But um, what happened? Like what, what is the significance of the Ryan or Matt Holiday didn't touch home? Yeah, sure. So the background is that the Padres were, you know, in first place or uh, second place. Sorry, we were in the wild card hunt that whole year, and uh, the Rockies went on an incredible run in September and forced the game 163. Right, but that's the year we had Adrian. He was in prime form. Adrian's also killing it. 
We had Cy Young Award, Jake Peavy. We had Khalil Green. The team was good. The team was loaded. And that was my team growing up. Those were my boys. So we get to game 163. It's back and forth. Peavy lets up a few runs. Adrian hits a grand slam. It goes extras. We have a lead in the 13th, and then our Hall of Fame, I love saying that, Hall of Fame closer, Trevor Hoffman, uh, we're tied at this point. He gives up a couple runs. We're tied. Jamie Carroll hits a fly ball to right field. Uh, Brian Giles hucks it in. Michael Barrett drops the ball, but then goes back and tags Holiday. And Holiday never touched home plate. Called safe by Tim McClellan about 45 minutes after the call. And, uh, you know, I uh, I was seven years old. I was crying on my living living room floor, and it's been miserable ever since. That's been my whole life as a Padres fan. You poor kid. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Why did you have to bring it up for him? I mean, come it's on important. It's important. It's a big part of Ryan Cohen's personality, though. He carries that with him every day. That's my edge. My holiday never touched home. Um, all right, so let's move to a lighter topic. Can you explain how this Phil Hughes yeah, this thing happened? Because from what I remember, uh, Padres Twitter – was doing a like a March Madness bracket of the best like Twitter uh, profiles that cover the Padres, and I remember that you were a heavy favorite going into it. But explain what happened from there. Yeah, so uh, Phil Hughes, a professional Major League Baseball pitcher who also played for the New York Yankees, who uh, have a few fans, a few more fans than the Padres, uh, and I were squared off in that that bracket-like challenge. I still got to get to the bottom of who uh, who put that together. I was honored to be a part of it. Um, and Phil, brand new to the Padres, and obviously Padres Twitter, uh, decided to retweet the poll. And because he is much more famous than I am, he got all of his <laughs> New York and Minnesota and new San Diego fans to vote for him, and he kicked my butt. He kicked my butt. That's amazing, Ryan. That is an incredible story. So how so what from there though? Right. So probably a few weeks later, it was a Thursday night. It was about midnight, but it's the middle of summer, so I was you know on Twitter just like every other seventeen-year-old kid, and I was uh, I wanted to go to the game the next night. It was a Cubs game on a Friday night against the Padres. It was obviously expensive. God, Matt Holiday just did a single here in the uh, game one of the NLDS. By the way, yeah, yeah we're, we're watching. watching. We're watching. Yep. So I, I wanted to go to the game. Tickets were expensive. Friday night against the Cubs, understandable. So I tweet him. I said, hey, Phil, uh, you know, what can I do? Or I, I, No, you know what I said? I said, Phil, I want to go to the game tomorrow, but tickets are expensive. What should I do? He immediately replied, uh, 500 retweets, and we'll get you two tickets. So I went to bed thinking about it that night. I didn't retweet it. I didn't blow it up because I wanted to be fresh in the morning to get all my retweets out there, get my word out. <laughs> Just playing the algorithm. Slick. I went to bed. I swear to you, I went to bed with my heart pounding. I was like, this is going to be a big thing. I'm going to I'm going to make this happen. Uh, you know, it's Twitter. Anything can happen. So I, I went to bed. I got up early the next morning. I retweeted it. I had some friends retweet it. And then Padres Twitter helped me out for sure. You know, that's a good group of people. They they put in their retweets. They put in the work. The best, the best group of people. The best group of Twitter. No doubt about it. Uh, I, I went for a walk with my dog. I had about 100 retweets at the time I left. I got back. It was about a 45-minute walk, and I was well into the hundreds. I forget the exact number, but I was I was killing it, and I, I knew that I needed 500 by the afternoon so he could leave the tickets and will call, and I knew right there that I was going to be all right. I was going to get my tickets, and I was pretty stoked. I put it on my Snapchat. I've never had more people swipe up on a story, so that was, that was a fun day. That was a lot of fun. 
Uh, I you had a crazy summer, and from a, for a kid from like me from Chicago to somehow some way make it to your Twitter account, and I just like I relate to your fandom and the way you tweet so much. Uh, I'm a huge Chicago Bulls fan, and 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 to see someone like that be just as pumped up and as involved and as excited about their team and promoting their team, especially when they're bad, like the Padres are. They obviously have a, a huge future. I also wanted to tell you one thing. So I have a high stakes fantasy baseball or fantasy baseball league that I play in every year. And it's, it, it's when I mean high stakes, it's high stakes. There's there where people are talking shit to each other literally every day, morning, night does not end. And I want to go back to, I want to go back to September 4th. I was in the middle of the playoff hunt. I had, I, the only way I was going to get into the playoffs was if I um, won, like, I had to run the table the last two weeks of the season, starting September 4th. And I was, if the only way I was going to get in is I got in, like, the wild, our wild card spot, so basically the last seed uh, in the playoffs. And I needed a spark. My bats weren't hot. And I see, and, and I'm always on Twitter, so I see everything. When I see something that's, like, 30 seconds into the tweet, and I saw you tweet at 9.45 a.m. on September 4th, source, Francisco Mejia has been called up. And he was, he was, and he was in free agency at the time. I was like, he was like, you know what? Like, you guys have been talking about him since the trade. Since you guys, you came from the Indians, right? Mejia, yeah, yeah, came from the Indians. And I was like, I gotta roll with this. I have to like get, like, just drop a roster spot and pick up, pick up this kid. You were completely right. You know, you deleted it, the tweet, and I still was able. To, I got the favorite, and I think I was one of the first favorites on it. And you literally saved my fantasy that baseball. That's awesome. I, I, I wish I knew that story earlier. That is so cool. Ryan Cohn, we're going to let you go. I hope you enjoy the iconic shirt. I think uh, our buddy sent it out to you, so you should be getting it really, really soon. I hope it fits. I hope you wear it with a lot of pride because I'm not sure there's a, a more fitting person for this new yeah, baseball San Diego shirt. Hall of Fame shirt. Hey, man, I appreciate that. There aren't too many Padres we get to celebrate, so I'm excited to rep 19-51. It's going to be awesome. So Boom. it's a little weird because right. I, I only see him now maybe twice a year. Sure. And his voice is so deep now. I mean, because when I interacted with yeah, him most, he was, he's a freshman in high school. Hadn't hit puberty yet. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was going to say this to him before he hung out, but on the T-shirt, we should do a custom-made one for him oh. that says, life is better when the Padres went on Oh, back. God. Life is all that would have been. Just we'll see if Hags can, can make something like that just one time for the boys. I don't, oh Special edition. It has to happen now. Yeah. That would be so great. I mean, it's such a great line, too. I mean, every time he tweets it, it gets like 50 favorites oh, and a bunch of retweets. Easy. It's crazy. Padre Twitter loves him. He's their I love boy. him. He's I don't have their nothing, golden child. I, I have got nothing to do with Padre Twitter, but like he represents the the whole heart of awesomeness of like sports Twitter and just being a fan of your team on Twitter. Like just all it is. I mean, the kids on they, the, I'm on his Twitter profile right now. The Padres literally gave him a good luck at school tweet, tweet like a goodbye tweet, as if this was like a player lost in free agency. And it's just a video of him, obviously. Rockies get back one, dancing. I mean, First of all, we just bringing him on for a little play-by-play here well, in the it was great. Milwaukee Rockies. He's a he's a buddy black guy. Yeah, I think a lot of people in San Diego are rooting assume. for the Rockies because of Buddy Black. Although they're in the division, he was such a great part of our team. Right. I'm. You know, I, there's right. a contingency of people that definitely still think, "What if we had Buddy Black for the next three years? Now he now he would have had a roster." Yeah, I mean, but you got you need somebody that's gonna grow. Who's the guy there? Is that that's Andy not, Green? Andy is Green. the Do you is like the him? coach? 
Not really. Not really. <laughs> is he is he the uh, I'll give him a chance through the next sure. you know short time span here as the players is he get just, better. Is he just basically there to bide time? He's a really smart guy. He's a really, really smart guy. Okay. I think this is who they want right. going into the their heyday guys future here. But a bunch of different moves in the He's got like no personality. I just nothing. He's so bland, like the interviews. And I've also worked Covering the Padres the last okay. year, so so what he wasn't giving you his he gives time of day he gives to you is that what you're saying? Necessarily, but he Are doesn't. You, uh, do you have a little no? I got nothing. For this man? No? I got oh. nothing. He's just he oh, just isn't uh, that charismatic. I don't know. A lot of action going on. Yeah, we got dual, say, we got great radio TVs. right there. Goodness gracious, just dead air right there for five, five seven. We got these dual TVs with the uh, Patriots, Colts, and then. All right. Well, I think this might be our last, possibly our last caller. Who are we calling in? We've been trying to do this one for a while. Oh okay? my god! Is it was it supposed time? to happen last time. Is it? Is it happening? It was supposed to happen last time. It was supposed to be at the end of the show. We tried to do it. We tried to make this happen. We stayed in the studio that day way longer than we should have. Luckily, there was no one there. KCO, you got mad. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> but but it wasn't able to work out. Right. But here we are, about eight months later, yeah. and I think we're going to try and get Donnie Walsh on the line. The so great let, one. Yeah, let's see how this goes. Oh, I love seeing those digits pop up on your phone, Uncle Luke. The 760 area code. Carlsbad, California. Carlsbad, California. On the line. He's tough to get a hold of, but he <laughs> makes a damn good interview, and I can promise you that. Brendan, Donnie, Walsh. How we doing, pal? We're doing great, fellas. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. We, y'all, we are doing just just fine. I'm, I mean, I'm doing great hearing your voice over the, the phone right now. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad I finally got into the show. We, 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 were, just, we were just talking about how we couldn't get a hold of you last, uh, last December because you were taking finals. Uh, we, we've been waiting for this for a very long time. I wouldn't even call them finals. You know, I got to pretend to study for one test a year at Arizona. You guys just caught me. You caught me at my one pretending study time. Uh, Donnie, I, and okay, well don't, don't undersell yourself. Okay. Those gender studies, uh, majors at U of A are really tough. Oh, Bo, I don't even remember if I've told you that I accidentally walked up with the gender studies major. I was too hammered at my graduation. <laughs> oh, wow. I told everyone the story. I must have skipped over your name. Oh, man. Good it is Lord, a doozy. Bro. Good Lord. You're, you're probably the only male on that stage. Oh, absolutely. I, my, so my major of econ, we graduated in like a, just a giant section of just other majors. And I just... At the bar, 15 minutes before graduation, like, oh, oh, crap, I got to run over to the stadium. Run over there, not really sure what's going on. I'm sitting next to Anthony. You know Anthony. We're sitting there, and, and I'm not going to lie, about nine straight Chinese transfer students go across the go across the board up there. I'm like, I say to Anthony, I go, I go, Anthony, what the hell major are those guys in? We look, and it's econ, and I'm like, oh, Shit. I'm supposed to be up there. Don't make it through econ. I'm now waiting for my just jump. I'm just going to jump up there and go. 
my family's up there texting me going, hey, did you even graduate? Did you just did you fail and we're just here for no reason? I am scared. I'm like, all right, guys, got it. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to make this work. Find a jump that I, I find a nice little gap of, of the line. I jump in there. I'm like, I don't even know where I am. Go up. <laughs> I end up walking across, get my picture taken with the dean of the gender studies college. With gender <laughs> studies in the background. Right before we had you uh, call in, Uncle Luke goes, all right, tell me a little bit about Donnie. What are we working with here? And I said, <laughs> I said, dude, honestly, I, you know, I met Donnie. We were 10 years old. We got selected the same all-star baseball team and a few, maybe, maybe a soccer team here or there. But the first Donnie, Donnie moment I remember was our first game of baseball freshman year. And you were leading stretching, and I was so nervous. It was my first high school baseball t- game. And you're up front. It's you, Anthony Ascari, and Dan Atkin. And you were putting on a show, cracking jokes left and right. You're giving it to Gabe. You're giving it to Keeler. You're giving it to Sleater. You were taking no prisoners. Hey, you're, you're, missing, you're missing a key detail in that story is that I was the sophomore on the freshman team. <laughs> Big detail in your story there. That's that, you know, that all. That's all you need to know. But they created, dude, it was all jokes. They created a frost soft team. For me. I have no. I have never heard in my entire life, like a, a kid be playing back on a on a high school baseball team. That's not, I didn't know that was. We a broke thing. some rules. I, I'm I'm pretty sure oh. like, if we went back and looked at some bylaws. There's no way that you can have a sophomore on the freshman team. But you know what? My God, we did it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Donnie, where do you want to start? We can go Lakers, U of A, you know, you've got a Mizzou tie that I haven't shared with Donnie I, yet. I was going to say, uh, real quick, both my parents went to University of Arizona. I was this close from going, Don. Uh, bear down. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Just I am on your side on any wild cat Oh, take. absolutely. I, I'm disgusted by our, our team, so I, I want to avoid them at all costs. Not like in the Kevin Sumlin era so far? No. Sumlin, I'm, I'm positive that he's showing up drunk to the game. So I, I, I'm just going to back up some evidence, but I'm positive that that is happening. I was going to say, what happened to Touchdown Tate? This guy was like the betting favorite to win the Heisman. Now he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, you're telling that to my 50 bucks, man. Jesus. <laughs> That's just, I could have just pissed on a $50 bill, and that would have been better than what someone's doing. Good lord, bro! Oh my goodness, what, what, what fun, Donnie? Okay, you got to talk to me. What are the Mizzou connections? How did how did this come about? Because you were the first person to pretty much tell me about how great Mizzou was. Yeah, so uh, I got a cousin about four years older than me. I think I was seventeen when I toured Missouri, and it was that just shows terrible parenting. It was, that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> You shouldn't be allowed to go there under 20, you know, whatever. So my cousin is a KA, terrifying fraternity. Oh, God, you don't even get me started on that. We're going to that game. It's I don't know if it's game day, but it's it's the ABC 5 p.m. West Coast 8 Eastern game that night. It's probably not game day because I don't think they're allowed in Missouri. I, don't, I think that's something in their contract. They're not allowed to come to that place. So 
they're, they're going against Jadavion, who, oh my goodness, is the scariest man alive at that time. He's coming off that year where he popped that Michigan dude. That was just... Biggest hit maybe of the last 10 years. It's just scary. You know, that is just... Oh, man. You show that highlight reel on offensive linemen, and you go, that's what you could do to your running back. You'll let that happen. <laughs> it's bad. And so we're going to the game. I'm 17 years old. I don't even know what's going on. It's just ugly at that point. I'm wearing Converse. Everyone's coming up to me going, what are those? I did the what are those four years before it even became cool. They were doing that to me. And we're seeing, I'm two rows up watching South Carolina versus uh, Missouri. And I'll never forget, that's the uh, the famous Andrew Baggett. That name yeah. rings the halls of Missouri. Yeah, we, we know exactly yeah. what you're talking about, Donnie. It's a, it's a dark day in our history. Andrew Baggett. I just cannot think of a worse name to have someone <laughs> who loses the game for you. It's, it's like you couldn't make that up. Hold on. Hold on. I, I do want to ask him, what's the Lakers projection? What? So he's a Lakers guy. He's you know his uh he's got UCLA ties too. So gotcha. you know likes Lonzo Ball and the SoCal connection there. Donnie, wh where are we feeling about this Lakers squad? So that was I had a question lined up with the Lakers, and you know this just plays into my projection. Is I'm just starting to get nervous that halfway through the season, maybe the first third, Lance or Beasley or someone throws a tantrum. And you start getting some turmoil in the locker room, and I just, I am just counting the days till that happens, and I'm scared for it. It has to be Lance, right? I mean, there's who's the other guy to blow up in that locker room? It's Rondo. I just want to sure. project it that Lavar. Maybe it's even Lavar says something about that that Lance oh, is wow. playing instead of Lonzo. Yeah, I mean that man Lavar has been too quiet. When yeah, is the last LeVar headline we've heard? It's been a while, and I'm getting scared. Oh, my God. Donnie, this uh, this certainly did not uh, underwhelm anyone. I think you fully, fully performed to your absolute potential. This was as good of a phone call as I could have possibly asked for. I hope to God that we can do this again very, very soon. Absolutely. I've been thinking about it all day. And, you know, I'm glad I came through. I delivered. I, I pumped myself up before. You know, let's go. Post-game showers. Let's hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right. Peace out, big fella. God damn it. Unbelievable, dude. I told you he wow. would not Holy disappoint. Cow. I told you. Holy cow. I promised. I swore on the I'm gonna, grave. I'm going to stay in a shock right now. He is something else. He really. I, I, I want to meet that man in person. I'm going to have to go back to if, San Diego soon. If we got him in studio, too, I pr guaranteed he's coming in looking real funky. Like, he's going to he wear – He truly lives up Candace to the name Donnie Parker. Walsh. He's going to wear a Candace Parker jersey. Or, like, a jersey. super jersey. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> he will not wear a super jersey. But he will wear a Candace Parker jersey with, sure. like, sweatpants that are cut off. You know, and he's – dude, this guy is a nut, but he is one of the funniest – and most fun people that you will ever, ever interact I mean, it with. It completely I sounds mean, like it. Start with the Twitter handle. Yeah. I did, we didn't even ask him about I, that. We don't even have to say it. Just just go, you know, type in uh, Donnie Walsh on Twitter. I, I don't know. Would it come up? Probably. If you went to, like, one of our followers. Because I want it to be a, a surprise. 
for anyone who really wants to look it up because it's I, I'm I'm not sure how it's not like banned. I think you can look up Uncle Walshy. Uncle Walshy, you know, which is through. great. Okay, fits right into what we've got going on over here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, just a bunch of uncles, you know, um, just coming in talking sports. It's beautiful. Is that it? Are we done here? Yeah, I think pretty, you know, pretty, pretty much. We we're we're wrapping things up. Okay, yeah, we're closing. We're closing the shop. Do we want to? Do we want to call anybody else? I mean, do we have anybody else in line or? Um, I don't think so. I think that was uh, that's about a wrap for us. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if there's nothing we can do, there's nothing we can do. Connor Khabib is Saturday. Yeah, you want to talk about that we for a sec? Really gotten in sure. depth about it. If I, I'll, I'll put it from this perspective. Kay. I'm a betting man. Who do I go with? Plain and simple. Conor McGregor. Yeah. I, the I, guys I, delivered okay. on the big stage so many times, and he's electric to watch. So if you're a betting man, you're just trying to have a good time. Right. Why not? Just roll the dice. The, I, the more this week progresses and the more press conferences that I watch, I think the real estate that he owns – in this guy's head, Khabib Nurmagomedov, it's getting larger and larger. Uh-huh. And I think Connor Khabib's never fought on this kind of level. He's fought solid dudes, but he hasn't main evented at against Connor. Oh my God! What is this? Wait, wait. Oh, we have another caller. Yeah, we have a caller. Oh my God! Who is? By God! Wait a second! By God! By God! Oh my goodness! Oh my God! It's Teddy Klaus! It's Uncle Teddy! Out of nowhere! Luke, Bo, how are we? How are we, boys? This was talk about a long time coming. We were just talking about a guy we just brought on. Uh, it was a long time to come and trying to get him on, but this truly is from live from Denver, Colorado. He's had a long day. He's at a bar, nowhere else. I'm watching the two teams that ruined my uh, Cubby season. Yeah. Uh, going to the extras yeah, again. It's like pulling teeth out here, dumbass. So what's going on, buddy? Like, well, you want to talk Cubs? You want to talk Bears? I know the Cubs season just ended, and the Bears are atop division three and one. What What are you feeling? I would rather not talk about the Cubs for a good a good six months, uh, but uh, I'll talk Bears. Uh, once the Cubs lost, first thing I said was, "Hey, the Bears still in first in the in the NFC North." Uh, I know you both Packers fans, so that feels good. Uh, you guys beating us in the fourth quarter with uh, injured Rodgers did not feel good, but hey, it, it happened. It's something you haven't dealt with before. No. Yeah, I mean, I was used to it. I just got this hope that shouldn't have been there, that the Cubs or the Bears are, hey, we're actually really good. And then, you know. Tell me the emotions of Sunday. Trubisky comes in and slings six touchdowns. You've never seen that before from a Bears quarterback. Oh, yeah. No, I've never seen it. I was like, this is what it feels like to have a good quarterback. And I was shocked. Uh, I'm, at, I'm currently at work with a bunch of, uh, and, yeah, and I don't think you're at work right now, Teddy. I was going to say, corporate Ted's definitely not at work right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I took my tie off. I know you wanted to call me, or you want me to call in, so I, I lost the tie, and uh, now I'm calling in. Uh, but, yeah, so last week I was I was shocked. Uh, I thought I was dreaming. I had to pinch myself every touchdown pass. Still couldn't believe it, but uh, Trubisky delivered, uh, and now we're the best team in football. Guarantee it. Best defense, defensive MVP, and then Trubisky's going to do this every week. I guarantee it. That's a, a Ted class lock. Uh, so we're the best offense in, in the NFL. I wouldn't want to be uh, the bye week team we're playing this week because they're going to lose. That's a guarantee. <laughs> Teddy, welcome to the 
welcome to the club of having a good quarterback. That's got to be, uh, you know, an, an amazing feeling. I know, right? Well, all I got to say is it's about time for you guys to ask me on the show. I realize you have no one else to talk to because I have been demanding you to be the third co-host of the show since it started way back in the day. I mean, the, what is it? Family first? It's called that because yeah. of me, all right? Both coined that because he called me Uncle Teddy all year, which I had no idea what that meant. I was like, why the fuck is this kid calling me Uncle Teddy? I barely know who he is. Like, what is going on? I, am I allowed to swear? Are you on the radio? Am I getting you guys yeah, in No, no, no. You're totally fine. Let it loose, buddy. The tie's off, all right? The tie's, tie's gone. Tie's gone. It's, it's, it's pretty much Friday, so yeah. Stuff was, it's solid, man. It's solid. I, uh, I'm i loving it. I just got a, a buddy from Mizzou, Johnny Slaughter, out here. I'm at the bar with him right now. Um, it's great, man. You guys got to come out. Andrew Slaughter. In Legend. It's just, they're just multiplying out there in Denver. Moved out last Saturday. I'm seeing him for the first time today because I'm a shitty friend. And I never got around to seeing him. But uh, besides well on that. Oh, I also got I, I got big news. They have TCO for the 19th. So I'm coming out to Mizzou for homecoming. I'm coming back. Whoa! Breaking the news. No way. For his 23rd birthday, the Jordan here. Good Lord. Klaus is coming home. That whole weekend will be my flu game. But what what hey. an announcement. Wow. Live on the air. Hell yeah. The Hound's coming home. I was going to text that earlier, and I just remembered it now. So I'm like, oh, shit. I guess I'll lose something. Klaus, I'm going to let you go back to, to uh, pounding some Coors Lights. I know you're, you're uh, getting your edge off of here a little bit, so. I'll let you go, but I can't wait to see you for homecoming. All right, buddy? Boys, it's been a pleasure. I can't wait to come down. All right, Peace buddy. Out. Talk to you soon. Un- unbelievable. The screws are off, Klaus, right now. Unbelievable. First of all, it was so good to hear his voice. Yeah. Hadn't heard from him in a while. We, so. we, we talk maybe once a week, every now and then. Okay. For sure. He, he likes to let me know about the Bears and just, you know. As of any course Bears, he does. As any Bears fan that's 3-1 right and now. And then he dropped the new – this – is the equivalent him announcing that he's coming to Mizzou for homecoming? Yeah, is the equivalent of Sleater's prediction on last year's call-in show. Wow, of yeah. the Thunder being Going. able to take down the Warriors. What you're right, except I know that Klaus will deliver. Ooh, shot at Sleater. Although is Sleater and Shep coming? Yeah, well, yeah, they're they're coming. They're, they're coming the Thursday of homecoming. The Thursday they're coming that Thursday night. So you're telling me we've got Sleater, but they're expecting. Well, I mean. Chandler and I got tea time for Friday. Oh, that's right. We're playing. We discussed that. And Sleater's like, yeah, I'm in too. Of course he is. What well, well, Sleater would not be. It's so it's going to be a nice little foursome. I hope you can make it, Bo. I'm, count me in. Don't, don't say you hope you can make it. Count me in. Let's go. What a whirlwind of emotions for four different co- – four, five, five. You know what? If we're golfing, yeah. honestly, we have to vlog like sure. that trip. Yeah, and absolutely. just record posts, record funny shit that we talk about. Yeah, that's a good, that's a f- really good foursome. It is an awesome foursome. Um, I'm so happy that Teddy called. Oh, that was so beautiful just from from left field, from the bar. He's got his tie off out of nowhere with I, Slaughter, which I don't. I'm still not sure what Slaughter's. You got doing. a job in Denver. Cat, cat. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he got a job in Denver and like lives down the street from Klaus. It all happened within a week and a half. Oh, that's so amazing. Oh, that's so – I mean, so many college kids wish that their first job, they had a buddy 
just down the just street down like the street, that. Yeah. Oh my! And his older brother's been in Denver. Uh, went to Boulder. So. That never happens. Yeah, I mean, look, the Buffs are what twenty first in the country right now. True. Four and zero. True. I have to make a trip out True. to Denver, bro. I know. It's easier for you if it's like on Christmas well, break or let's, something. Let's talk to Keg. I think he's got a ski house, <laughs> you know, or a, a mountain house up there. We can I know. Figure I know. Alexa's got a timeshare up in the mountains. Oh, yeah. Can Phil hook it up? I'm sure Phil can hook it up. Phil. Phil. Oh, my God. That was fun. It's always fun when we get people to call in. That Colin show, I never regret doing it after. It's a little bit stressful leading up just because you have to get everyone sure. in line. And, and it's it's difficult when you don't have set times. And it's also. We, we span three time zones. Okay. So Wow. Yeah. We, we went across country there for a little bit. It's a lot less stressful recording here. Than sure. when we're at KCOU on, on air, on air yeah. because if someone drops a shit or whatever, yeah, it's like ah, uh, that's trouble at KCOU. Yeah, but Here we can't, you can't even drop chilies during you know, yeah, women's soccer God. game. Heaven forbid. Big Twelve. Apparently, you're not allowed to talk about Big a Twelve. A mythical bar that doesn't exist anymore in Colombia. Goodness gracious, but God, we got so much heat. We really did. What were we coming on? That's so those two calls together, Walsh Klaus. We're at like the 30-minute mark. Total? Yeah. Oh, not total. From oh, okay. Just, from just those two. Yeah. They brought it. We knew they were going to bring well, it. You could recap it right now. Keg Keg was Mr. Rock solid. I, rock solid. Like, we were calling it Ed Werder. He was at uh, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> Stadium. Just talked to Jerry. Oh, Same deal with God. Keegan. Like, just got off the phone with Ryan Pace. And we Matt got the, Nagy, John, yeah. the John Anderson story at Harpo's. Yeah, we got our bartender from the John Anderson story. So, we're really making amends there. And then we brought in 2.0, the premium service. Teammate. The Team, premium the pr- service. The premium I love service. that. Uh, and then who was third? Cohen. Cohen. Ryan. I mean, one of the best follows personally on Twitter for me, especially during the baseball if season. If you're a baseball fan. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously... Padre centric, but if you love baseball and you just, it, he's one of the best follows. He's pretty damn good at. It. And then we went, uh, Donnie Ted to, to close this thing out. Just two loose cannons. God, two dogs for it, sure. Honestly, it was great hearing Uncle Teddy boozing like that. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have the, you know the time to anymore. He, you know with the the new job. One last ride yeah. for the old timer. You know what I mean? He's doing well though. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> and he's back, out there. back in the day though, I don't know if there was a soul on this campus that could go toe to toe, head to head, mano y mano, drinking with Uncle Teddy. Look, I've seen I've seen it all. Every you know, there's great drinkers. Sure. On on a college campus like Mizzou. You're gonna get the best of the best. I don't know if anyone stands. With Klaus has like got his number hanging in the rafters. He's in Canada. Oh yeah. Oh He's in yeah. Cooperstown. He's he did what he had to do. He, he had enough college drinking stories in his first month of college than most people. Is it September Teddy? They, no, it's just said September. September. Put the Tedber. Ted. Yeah. Ted. September Teddy actually flows off the tongue a little bit better too. I like September Teddy. I mean, what he did that first month as a pledge was. Uh, Probably save it for off air, but it was yeah. <laughs> his first month at Mizzou. He created a legend that and was. If you, and if you and if you lived through it, you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> you know, you know exactly the legend, the myth. It was born that day, and you now he's just you know he's corporate Ted now. It's okay, he's living the dream. And everyone's got to age. He's got his brother. Kobe out had there. to lace him up eventually. Exactly, but uh, he's not. He's going to his second act. Dear basketball class is saying, "Dear Bush life." 
Father, Father Time remains undefeated, but it's happy to see Ted in a place where he can enjoy it casually. You know, you know, I, this is this is what I picture Klaus right now. So he was on the phone, right? He's leaning up against the bar, kind of like, but he's he's like, you know, like this. Okay, leaning, leaning hand on the hip, hand on the hip, leaning up against the bar. He's talking on his phone. He's got his beer out. He's got you know company, uh, oh. and, and uh, Slaughter. Yeah, yeah, his, his buddy Slaughter, and then he's got his company around him as well. And you just know it's Klaus. He, he's got his unbuttoned. Uh, Ty, that kid grew up, and nobody watched How I Met Your Mother more than Ted Klaus. And he's truly I, living a How I Met Your Mother life. I love How I Met Your Mother. I've seen every episode. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Ted is just the same one. Like, we, we, it was on every single day I came back from school. How I Met Your Mother was on, always. The main character in How I Met Your Mother is Ted. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he goes by the nickname Teddy Westside. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. My, Rocky Mountain Ted out there is. Good Lord. You can just tell he's, he's living his uh, How I Met Your Mother life. That was amazing. This Colin show never disappoints. No, All of them doesn't. pull through. And if you do them every week, you don't get the same. No, you don't get the same. Oomph Keeping it special like this, yeah. you know, twice a year maybe. You know, I obviously would try to do a little bit more for sure and get more voices and whatnot. But you know, once every three months or so, I think they have fun with it. I think, yeah, absolutely. The interaction is great. Yeah, they go to Twitter. Then we they're probably talking about we'll probably it. talk to more Chicago Bears football than we ever will on this podcast. Yeah. Again. That's okay. That's okay. I Look, mean, they're the to they're the toast of the, the NFL right this now. This is the people's show. The surprise team. Okay, this, this is, is the people's show. The people's show. Two Packers fans here aren't going to sit you and tell us that we're world beaters right now because we're not. No, no way. Nor am I concerned about the Bears. No, though. No, come exactly. on. I mean, obviously, I'm not concerned <laughs> about the Bears. I'll let them have their exactly. Fun. I'm I'm glad it's that they're sweet. enjoying. It. These it's are the sweet. these are the people I grew up with. These people I live with. You know, Mitch, this is little little Mitch Trubisky. He's, he's oh, sweet. He's six cute. touchdowns in a game. It's cute. Rogers you know? had six and a half against you once. Yeah, you know, it's it's cute. Yeah. It's, uh, let them have their Yo, fun. We're in the bottom of the tenth here. I know. With Curtis Granderson up, one out, base. Uh, the MVP is on second. second base. Oh, it's a no pitching. Ground ball the up MVP, the middle. Up the middle. Shift is on. Turning it. Not no. gonna be able to turn it. Two outs. First and third. Here we go. Wow. This will be the end of the show right here. Okay. This at bat. End of this half inning. Because we can hopefully walk it scores off. them. All right. So do you want to? Do you want to be the play-by-play -play or the? Oh, that's how we did it for. Yeah, you're for right. soccer. All right, who right. Got, yeah, let's do it. All right, bring it in. Unbelievable. Three, two, one. Up to bat here in the bottom of the tenth inning. Curtis Granderson just rolled into a ground ball. They were able to get the fielder's choice at second. Nice little shift they played there, the Rockies. He was able to advance Christian Yelich over to third. Now with two outs. The former Kansas City Royal, Mike Moustakis. This is why they got him, Bo. This is why they went out, made the trade they had to make to get that third base bat. And here he is, Moose. He's 0 for over. 3 on the day. He had a walk in the 8th. What's Buddy Black going to do here? What is he going to do? Buddy Black looking on from the third base dugout. This is uh, Otavino pitched 35 pitches on Monday against the Cubs. Let's see if he's still Otavino, got enough gas. He shook off a sign there. Here comes the 0-0 pitch. Oh. An absolute hack from Mike Moustakis. Man, all you got to do is hit it up the middle, Mike. Misses. No need to be a superhero here. Goes down in the count, 0-1. Manny Pena? Looks like Manny Pena. Yep. On deck. Oh, boy. What a, what a ball game. The Rockies fought back down 2-0 after uh, Kristen Yelich, two-run blast. The Rockies have the mojo Let's see in their going. direction. Foul down the third baseline. It's going to go out of play. 
0-2. And Mike Moustakis finds himself down 0-2 in this count with two outs in the bottom of the 10th. What do you think? I was talking to my dad on the phone say, yesterday. What do you, what do you think your, your pops is And I right told now? him specifically. I don't know if it's going to be Jeez. now, but I told him specifically. I have a feeling that Mike Moustakis at some point is going to come up big for this Brewers team. Moose hitting three forty six with runners in scoring position Odovino shakes off. Two signs more. Really interesting. He's feeling himself right now, though. The 0-2 pitch. Fouled wow. straight back into the mask. We're going to dance again. The Milwaukee talent is out tonight. Mike Moustakis lives to see another day. That's oh, all you can do. You got to catch that. Oh. You got to catch that. Foul tipped into his mitt. You Missed on my first viewing, but that should be caught by the catcher. Hey, we all, you know, we all make mistakes. It's all right. I'm a little rusty. Sorry, <laughs> I haven't done play-by-play in a year and a half. <laughs> Nor were you expecting to. Everybody on their feet in in the Milwaukee, in Milwaukee, as the Chippewa Indians used to pronounce at it. At the Miller. 0-2 pitch comes, and that shot into right into right <laughs> field, and that's the ball game. Wow, Moose walks it off, almost snagged it second. Yeah, I I, I thought he caught it too. Lemayhew, I thought he almost caught it there. But DJ Lemayhew gets within gloves distance of this baseball. And the Brewers are dancing, and they grab game one in Milwaukee. What a first game in the NLDS. Holy cow. Mike Moustakis with the big moment. Incredible. I, Storybook. I, I said it Storybook. yesterday on the phone. I told you about it You better right text him right now. now. Yeah. I said it, and I'm going to keep saying it. Mike Moustakis, the Moose. With the playoff experience, one of the few Brewers that has it. Wow. What a way then to show. This is amazing. My dad's going to be so happy. That's a big game one. It looked like the Rockies had all the mojo, all the momentum. For the Brewers to escape, bases loaded, no outs, yeah. I think, in top of nine. Yeah. And to really only give up two runs. Right. I mean, you have they, to be they somewhat did luck content. Out. Yeah. I mean – Game of inches with Carlos Gonzalez's foul ball that could have been fair. We got that during between the uh, Ryan Cohen and uh, Donnie call. Oh, oh, the foul ball down yeah, the yeah, first yeah, baseline. Yeah. Oh, it was with Ryan Cohen, I think. Yeah. Wow. All right, Bo, take us home. Wow, a lot going on here. Let me let me collect myself, and we will move forward. A call-in show for the ages. We did this thing last year. Uh, right as Uncle Luke and I were, were just starting to get our rhythm yeah, as, sure. a, as a radio show. We were just starting to get our rhythm. We did it last year. We had six, seven callers just call in and give people that love what we do the, the time of day. Absolutely. And a chance to voice their opinion. And it worked out so well last year. And now that we've got our setup here of being able to get callers calling in, you know, we've done a couple of guests recent weeks. We had to bring it back because the listeners love it. Love it. Keg leading off. Teaming. Doing a great job in the two-hole. Ryan Cohen, who, I, although you've never met, and really, you know, I've got minimal interactions with, but, you know, I know the kid, and why not? It was such an interesting story. He's got such a huge following on social media as well. He does, and we, we sent him out the newest Iconic shirt that looks amazing. Can't wait till that one gets here. For sure. 
He's going to wear that one so proudly. He's the perfect guy for the shirt. He is the perfect, perfect guy for the shirt. After that, we thought we had what was going to be our last call. Well, we had Donnie first. Well, yeah, what we thought was going to be right, our last call exactly. was Brendan Donnie Walsh. We're going to have to save just that phone call and and just save some of the excerpts from it. For sure. Because there are some gold mines in there. <laughs> there are some gold nuggets that Donnie drops, and he does that, man. He No one shoots the shit. No one talks shit right. better than Donnie Walsh. This man lives for it. Uncle Walshy, welcome to the family. I love Jack Haggerty. He's one of my best buds, sure. right? We run iconic with him. Right. And this is with all all due respect because I do have it for Haggerty. No one gets in Haggerty's head better <laughs> than Donnie. Wow. And it's it's pretty remarkable to watch. <laughs> it's like a surgeon doing work. Sure. But he does it to my buddy Gabe. Another San Diego kid that level-headed kid, yeah, just yeah. Met him. You would think he's fine, right? He yeah. doesn't let anyone. Yet Donnie can get into anyone's head. Every friend group needs that kid that just gets under the skin. Yaps all, all day. day long. Doesn't stop and talking. he doesn't stop. Donnie got to talk about the the SC Mizzou game that he was at, the South Carolina game. One of the Andrew infamous games of our yeah, of our modern Mizzou history. Yes. And then, well, you know, we thought the show was over. We, we were, started talking. We, we were ready to hang him up. Yeah, we were talking a little light Conor McGregor Khabib. And sure. I said, you know, if you're a betting man, I'm, I'm probably going to take Conor by KO. I don't think Khabib's ever seen something like this. It's a lot easier to train for Khabib than it is to train for Conor McGregor. It is a tough damn job. I promise you. He has slayed through the competition the last five years. He's a in, an impeccable athlete who rises in the biggest of occasions, and I think that's what he has here on Saturday night. I think he's going to rise to the occasion. Play. Yep. Uh, but then we were shocked, and and it was like hearing Kane's music from the WWEs <laughs> back into the. You know what? I'm going to have to send you the link sure. to his video. To toss it in right there because we treated that like it was a WWE thing. By God, <laughs> by God, it's Uncle Teddy from downtown Denver, Colorado. Oh my Colorado. God! Oh my goodness, Uncle Teddy, what's he doing as here? As if he just knew, you know. As if he just knew. It was it was beautiful, and he did his thing. He did not disappoint. You know, getting his swerve on at the bar, yeah. letting loose with our boy Andrew Slaughter, and oh. then and then we got to just recap the show and finish off with a a little bottom ten magic in Milwaukee. Yeah. Like the good old days. I'm on play-by-play. Play. <laughs> Uncle Luke's on the color. Shout out to Allie Watt. Allie Watt of Texas A&M. Come on. Come on. Right before we leave, this is our 11th episode. Give me your favorite number 11. Number 11. The first one that comes to my head, I believe, is Joe Dumars. If, you, if you're saying number 11, sure. I think, or Joe Dumars, actually, excuse me, might be number four. Let me look it up Joe right Dumars now. is number four. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, Thomas is number, number 11. 11. There you go. I'll go baby Isaiah. Zeke? The old school Isaiah Thomas. Hobbling against the Lakers with a sprained ankle. A lot of people forget about Isaiah Thomas in the grand scheme Always, of because he didn't play on the Dream Team because of his beef didn't with Jordan. Didn't play on the Dream like, Team. But like, if you think about some of the best point guards of the NBA, Isaiah Thomas would be just as good today. Oh, I 100%. I think the style of play limited him. 
Of course. The, the slow. He couldn't get into the lane as, as easily as you could today. And he was getting rocked at the end of the It lane. wasn't like he had superstars around him. I mean, either. Like that, those, those Detroit teams obviously are great teams, but it wasn't, you know, what if he He's had, carrying I, the I, offense exactly. alone. It was him and Dumars, and the rest of those guys were there to play defense and rebound. Lambeer, Rodman. Yeah. They're, they're not exactly. scoring threats. So I, that's how I'm going with. I'll go I, old school. Zeke, Isaiah Thomas, the man who just loves to, to pass the basketball around. That's how the game should be played. See, I don't know many great 11s. It's a tough one. Like, the first one that comes to mind dead serious is my, my childhood best friend. Go, that's fine. My, my childhood best friend, my... Uh, he was a catcher and third baseman when we played baseball, but we had that. He lived across the street from me. He was my neighbor. Parents grew up, or we were best friends. What sport? Uh, football. Okay. He's my quarterback. <laughs> it's my quarterback. It's my quarterback. I, you know how many times I probably did that for that kid? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Drew Vogue was out in San Francisco working for Adobe. Okay. Which okay. Is, yeah, no, he does well for himself. Okay. Graduated. Get after it. Michigan kid. Uh, graduated from Michigan with computer science and. Uh, oh, he's got life figured out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, dude, he's all. He's one of those kids. That's always had life. Hard worker. Other. Uh, he was other, our quarterback in high school. Number eleven, Drew Vogue. Other number elevens, Clay Thompson. Yeah, I love Clay too. I'm surprised. I thought I, that's what I yeah, thought you I were gonna say. Go, I didn't want to go Blake basketball straight up. Okay. Again, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. And that's I, okay. I love Clay. Clay's okay. Clay's awesome. But over the time, like, who else is number eleven? Uh, Edgar Martinez on those great Mariners teams in the late 90s. was uh, More basketball, one. but wasn't Monte Ellis, I think, 11 at one point yeah, on Mon one team? Monte Ellis. Well, you're not a Monte guy? No. Ooh, I kind of like Monte. He played for the Bucks. that's why. Yeah, and I was in pre- I mean, the Bucks were horrible. The last number 11 for the Bulls, Ronnie Brewer. Oh! Uh, Ronnie Brewer, uh, Florida? Ronnie Brewer, Arkansas. Arkansas. Cor excuse me, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer is Florida. Florida. Yes. And excuse then, uh, let me see here. Yeah, I think. Uh, Kyrie Irving's number 11. Okay. Who, big news today. Said he's committed to the Celtics long term. Yeah, a lot of people say things. I'm not, I just don't know what to buy anymore. He's so, Especially such an with the cat. NBA. You just don't know yet. An injury could happen if KD goes to New York. Sure. Or, you know, if there's this rumor idea that yeah. Katie likes the idea of 2019 you know. free agency Se 2018 season hasn't started 2019 free agency in full it has started all right let's go home Mizzou let's go home one and a half let's go home Take ladies em. and gentlemen let's go home let's go home <laughs> let's go home ladies and gentlemen let's go home